0: Everyone faces challenges every single day. Some are chosen and bring us joy. Some are given to us and bring struggle or pain. Whether the diagnosis of an illness, the news of a friend's death, the loss of a job, or a bike accident, we may be asked to step up to face issues that demand courage and perseverance. Hurt is just one of the many aspects of full lives. Each week on this show, act, taking hurt to hope. Dr. Joanne Dahl helps us understand how we can use acceptance and commitment therapy to learn to accept what we cannot change and move forward into a valued life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joanne Dahl.
1: Welcome to ACT, Taking Hurt to Hope. Today we're going to continue on a theme about what happens to you when you find yourself in a values conflict When the context around you, whether it's a working place, a relationship, a society, or a spiritual community, places rules on your behavior that don't coincide with your own values. Recently, we had a program with a former Catholic priest, Maurice Maurice Monet. Who we'll discussed his struggle with his own sexual orientation and the policy of the Roman Catholic Church that led to his leaving the priesthood? Today, I have a similar story for you about an orthopedic surgeon at the top of his career who wanted more than a knife in his toolbox when treating patients with chronic pain. Thinking outside the surgical box forced, once again, a values conflict and led to a drastic change of course. Today my guest is Dr. Mats Rothman. Mats is a medical specialist in orthopedic surgery, more specifically back surgery. He's married, has four children, who've now all left home. And nowadays, Mats is also a licensed psychotherapist in cognitive behavior therapy and the chief of a unit for psychosomatic medicine, treating primarily patients with chronic pain. Welcome, Mats.
2: Thank you, Johan. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Mats, uh, I recently got to know you and know that you were an orthopedic surgeon for 15 years and we're treating people with different forms of chronic pain You left this career and ventured out into a more psychological direction. Tell us what happened
2: Well, I found myself in a situation When trying to help people and at the same time, I didn't have the adequate tools to do so I mean pain in the back uh, with or without and radiation in the leg is in in the biomedical uh, scene, something that is possible to operate on if you can find a clear indication for surgery. That means uh, if you got an x-ray finding or MRT findings um, that is in line with your clinical findings, you could perform surgery. Mm -hmm. However, for most of the patients, that wasn't true. Um, And even if the clinical findings were positive, the outcome of the surgery could be very negative. Mm -hmm. And it was impossible to say uh, which patient should benefit and who should not. Mm -hmm. So I had to, let's say to find 10 patients suitable for surgery, I had to say no to at least 89 of those who came to our clinic seeking for help. Mm -hmm. And in the end, maybe eight out of those 10 that I found (coughs) uh, able to perform surgery on, just eight of them had benefited from the surgery in the best of scenarios. And that when I said best, that was Herniated uh, disc with mostly leg pain, so leg pain is for a back surgeon the best pain to treat, not not the actual back pain. So, I found myself in in difficulties uh, having a, a technique that didn't help a lot, and even worse, if I tried to treat back pain also with surgery. For example, the fusion of the lumbar spine because of back pain. The outcome is usually much worse in the international studies. Uh, maybe just 40 to 50% of the patients experience an improvement. And the rest uh, feel worse or have no effect on the pain or quality of life.
1: How, do you, uh, how would you explain that? How did you, in your own mind... Uh, when you when you knew that 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 was about the figures, how how did that feel to go into surgery?
2: Well, that uh, <clears throat> became a, a problem, of course, because I my intention was to help people, but sometimes I had a feeling of of seeking in vain for the soul problem with just a knife as a tool while mm-hmm. I perform the surgery mm-hmm. because. People didn't have just pain as a problem. It was, in fact, uh, something that interacted with the whole life. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So treating the details instead of applying a holistic perspective was, it was not an effective way to go on. But uh, as an orthopedic surgeon, I didn't have much of which which choice. I had no other tools than my knife Mm -hmm. and my clinical judgment. Mm
1: So what kind of, um, did you talk about this with your um, colleagues of this frustration of?
2: Yes, we had a discussion of that, about that in the clinic. And uh, it wasn't hard to understand for my colleagues, and, and some of them had the same thoughts, but uh, most of them, anyway, saw themselves as orthopedic surgeons. And and, uh, if the surgery doesn't help, that's not our problem. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't quite agree because it was my decision anyway to to operate, to perform the surgery. And the patient, uh, they had trust in our methods. And that doesn't feel like you're doing a good good job and you, you feel like... Something is missing, you're treating a detail while well, you can see that it's obvious you have to do something else as well.
1: Yeah. And you were thinking about those uh, the 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 people who had the problem and you were not suitable for surgery as well. Yeah. So
2: so I, I became more and more interested in what to do with all the patients that we decided not to perform surgery on. And in fact also those that, that did not benefit from the surgery we, we have done. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to learn more about different treatment methods. But to also realize that if I had to do that, I also had to leave. Uh, maybe to have to leave my, my traditional path and find another way to work.
1: Why was that, ne- people where was, pain. Why was that necessary, Mats? Why would you have to leave?
2: um because as an orthopedic surgeon uh, working in in the in the hospital you had certain rules that you have to follow you have to you have to perform surgery that's why you're there Mm -hmm. and uh, if the patients come to our clinic does not benefit from our surgery um, that's a problem for me because I want to help them. I don't. I don't want to primarily follow the the, the standards. I want to to follow my my intention to help the patients. Mm-hmm. So that became a conflict for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Was there money involved as well? Is that the um that the hospital gets a certain amount of money per surgery, and if you want to do other things, that they don't get in money in the same way?
2: Uh Yes, of course. I mean, uh, orthopedic. So, your clinic is um, you have uh, money you pay for for the staff, you have uh, money you pay for the equipment, and uh, uh, everything is built up around operating. So, it was not a my decision to to do otherwise was kind of controversial, and my colleagues didn't quite understand, and they tried to convince me otherwise to stay. And, and uh, but I wasn't so I was in doubt many times. But finally, I, I felt emotionally that I I had to change my path. That was the right decision. Hmm. I still think that uh, surgery is very uh, important. It, it's important to find those eight patients I was talking about, mm. for example, cure uh, dyskernia with pain in the leg, but you have to 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 realize that that's very few of the patients with pain that come to your clinic that you can help with those tools.
1: Would it have been possible, Mats, for you to um, have been able to do both? Did you have to, you know, really, um, I mean, yourself stop as a surgeon?
2: Yes, uh, at first uh, I tried to do that. We we tried to work um, in, in another way parallel to the surgery, but that wasn't, in the end and in the long term, that wasn't possible because, Uh, That wasn't the the commission for for the orthopaedic clinic, Mm -hmm. their their commission was to operate, so if I want to do the the other work, I had to find room for that somewhere else. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's tragic to to have to make that decision.
2: At first it seemed difficult and maybe uh, tragic, but also Something that was um, very necessary, I think, because um, otherwise I, I wouldn't have felt comfortable with staying and doing that traditional work. Uh, so sooner or later I had to to, to change. Mm-hmm. I can see that now when I'm looking at it, looking back.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Matt, what got you interested in this whole pain area?
2: Yeah, I think relieving is, relieving pain is uh, that maybe what medicine is all about. I mean, to help people the suffering with pain. That is a dominating symptom. It's something that staff working with patients have to deal with all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to help the patient to get rid of pain, but to help in this case, it's seldom to finding a cure for pain, um, because we can't cure certain forms of pain with with surgery. More often to find an acceptance to go on living a different life with your pain, but uh, the traditional medicine is most often occupied with trying to find a cure. And uh, the other way, how to help patients accept the pain, that was nothing I learned in, in med school.
1: So what if, how would you, um, uh, would you say that this is like you know, two, two very different perspectives? So that the medical perspective would be the symptom reduction and you know, thinking that pain has to do with some kind of a pathology um damaged tissue or something and if you take away the you know the cause and the procedure. yeah it it should be different actually but it's it really yeah
2: that is so from the biomedical perspective since we have also diseases and methods for doing exactly this i mean taking away the disease or the pain or the and cure patients but that's in, impossible to, to act like that with every disease. And even, uh, especially with pain, chronic pain, There there is usually no c- cure uh, except for those who I mentioned with, with herniated disc, with leg pain that you can cure more or less. But otherwise you, you have to. To, um, in addition to your surgery, anyway, do with something else to to, to um, help these patients.
1: Much pain is defined by the International Pain Society as a subjective experience. How do, you, how do you explain that?
2: Well, uh, the subjectivity puts into focus that the pain is modified by individual factors. That is both psychological and physiological, and that is unique for every person. I I don't think that is controversial in in any way. And uh, there's an importance of seeing pain as an interaction of each person's individual mind, his thoughts, feelings, and how the actual situation is interpreted also by historical experiences that makes the pain for each person really a subjective sensory and emotional experience.
1: Wouldn't that be so for every patient, though? I mean, regardless, even if it's a very clear-cut surgical patient, wouldn't it also be uh, psychological as well, as the person has to um, learn to rehabilitate themselves and relate that life is different now and... Wouldn't it always be psychological aspects?
2: Yes, of course. I mean, we, as human beings, we have always psychological factors and physiological factors that is um, guiding us, guiding us in our lives. So it's um, also in, in for treatment and necessary to, to take that into focus as well.
1: So, Mats, what, what is the main difference between the orthopedic way of looking at pain and the way you work today from a more psychological point of view?
2: Well, the traditional orthopedic way is very technical and tries to make pain more objective in contrast. That is, uh, we need to understand pain out of physical findings and connect them to a radiological science. Mm-hmm. Uh, working with uh, a more psychological view makes it more important to relate who is that person, how does he or her, uh, he or she behaves in the way trying to cope with the pain. Mm-hmm. I think that's most uh, important
1: mm-hmm. thing. And we've been in this program talking a lot about acceptance, so what would what, what acceptance of pain mean?
2: Well, I, I think it's a difficult word to, to define and discuss, uh, because for many patient patients, acceptance is uh, equivalent, and it could be difficult to find enough of it. I think acceptance, is, it's rather an ability to allow a change in the behavior in presence of the pain. And in fact, also to have a willingness of behavior change without at first taking the pain away.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: To accept that if you want to change my uh, your situation in life, it has to be done in the presence of pain. Mm-hmm. And that is very hard to say. And often patients uh, ask you back again and say, do you really mean that I have to you can't treat this pain. Do you mean I have to have this pain for 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 the rest of my life? Uh, is that what you mean? In that case, it's very easy to say, no, it wasn't quite so I meant, etc. But instead, you really have to say, yes, that's what I meant. Because mm-hmm. if you say otherwise, you take away the, the patient's... Um, Situation of, of of being in that difficult situation that you have to understand. It is really hard to to see that you have a pain that you don't, you cannot cure it, you cannot take it away. That's the patient's situation.
1: Much you've talked about pain, uh, back pain and chronic pain, but in your own story, of course, it must have been painful for you to. Uh, A lot of discomfort and uneasiness about making this decision, feeling that you wanted to help people in a different way that wasn't maybe appreciated at your clinic. What type of signs and symptoms did you feel yourself in this journey? Well, I I
2: felt stressed and I felt um, uncomfortable. Um, My valued direction, uh, that was to help my patients in the best way I could but I was in doubt uh, whether this was the best way. I tried to improve my technique, uh, uh, surgery skills, which also meant that I excluded more patients for most often back surgery operation, but I was still unable to do something helpful for those patients that did not fill the criteria of surgery. Mm -hmm. And it was, obvious that those patients they don't get help elsewhere either. So I became more interested what to do mm-hmm. then. So I felt finally I did not fit in as a traditional back surgeon because then I should constantly be looking for new patients to perform surgery on instead of, of be interested in those who I couldn't perform surgery on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm so i didn't find my job was fun as earlier i had thoughts of doubt that troubled me i was emotionally disturbed i was irritable and i was more tired
1: mm-hmm. and how did you solve this conflict months
2: well at first i tried to avoid it i didn't see it quite like avoiding but um, it was avoiding i was trying to wa- work more with the fracture surgery and hand surgery. Uh, But uh, I had already come too far on the new path and I could not let go of my thoughts to work with a more holistic perspective. So when I finally also got uh, uh, septicemia, I think blood blood infection from bacteria, it came from an infected stress-related eczema. I post hospitalized for a few days with the intravenous antibiotics. It was quite serious. Uh, then I realized that my also my body tried to tell me to change my path.
1: <laughs> wow!
2: As, at least it's I, was,
0: uh,
2: mm-hmm. I saw it that way when yeah. it happened. I still see it. That way.
1: Yeah, it seems like many many people have uh, um, said so that that your body it somehow has a value direction.
2: Yeah, it seems like it. Has. Yeah, and um, uh, it became obvious to me that uh, the most important value for me was to to go on into this new path and, and to do it without first getting. New tools of knowledge. That was a, the security that stopped me at first. I think. Mm-hmm. If you take the first step to something, you have to be secure that you 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 can handle it, you can you can do it. But these kinds of step, you, you have to take them without really know what what the path is leading,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and not knowing how to improve. Your skills
1: isn't that the same thing you're saying to the, the your patients that they have to uh, even together with their pain move on rather than trying to solve the pain first
2: yes it's, it's almost exactly the same and, and uh, I think it's it's important for us as uh, professionals to to see that we are we are patients too. It's just a coincidence that we find ourselves in the other situation, because I was a patient when I was infected and at the hospital mm. the day before that I was a doctor. Anyone of us can become patients. We have to, to uh, be, be able to see our, our life uh, from the perspective of uh, being patients too. I think it's important.
1: This was also a great personal loss for you, Matz. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, when you made this change. It wasn't without consequences. I imagine.
2: No, it was. Uh, I had quite a good position at my clinic. Uh, I lost that. Um, I lost the contact with my colleagues since many years, and uh, I changed my position in the medical care as as a whole. I mean, working as a surgeon—that's connected with far more status than working with chronic pain. And it was also at first hard, even for my family, to understand my change of pause. Why would you leave the surgery? Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that so important for you? I mean, I had to explain a lot, both for myself, but both for myself, but even to my family and the colleagues
1: it was a very courageous step mats
2: well maybe you can see it as courageous i think it was also necessary but um, maybe you have to to be courageous to do what's necessary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mats, we've come we've come to the end of the programme. What advice could you give our radio listeners for who are feeling this type of conflict between the rules imposed on them in a context and their own value direction?
2: Well if you're in in a troublesome situation, trying to figure out what the rules are doing with you? I mean, the rules that is keeping you in in your position. What is it doing to your mind, your thoughts, emotions, and and, even your body? And how they influence your will of going in your value direction? Can these rules really be more important than what you really believe in? That's the question I think it's important Mm -hmm. to... to raise uh, should they really tell you what to do and if the roles are that important uh, can you still go in your valid direction and carrying and carrying those roles with you and accept the discomfort they will cause you That would be another way to do it mm-hmm. but if not try to stay in the discomfort try to examine it thoroughly feel what it does to you and with that feeling present in your mind, well, just have try this, this try the smallest possible step you can take in, in a valued direction. Mm. You can't wait for the security to come because sooner or later, I mean, you have to take the first leap if you wanna go in your valued direction. That's, I don't know if it's an, it's an advice, but its it's thoughts about what to do anyway.
1: Thank you. That was very helpful, Mats.
2: Thank you very much.
1: And thank you for being on our program today. You've been listening to Dr. Mats Rothman. Uh, Mats is a medical specialist in orthopedic surgery uh, in uh, Västerås, Sweden, who is now working, uh, who is now the chief of a clinic uh, for psychosomatic medicine uh, in Sweden, where he together with his team, primarily treats patients with chronic pain. Um, You can read more about Mutz on the uh, website for his clinic by clicking on his name on this week's Act, Taking
0: Her to Hope. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about Joanne and her work, please see her website at joannedahl.com or click on the host website icon in front of you on the webtalkradio.net page. Joanne's books are available through amazon.com, including her two latest, The Diet Trap, Feed Your Psychological Needs and End the Weight Loss Struggle Using Acceptance and Commitment Therapy, and ACT and RFT in Relationships helping clients deepen intimacy and maintain healthy commitments using acceptance and commitment therapy and rational frame theory. Amazon also carries her books on chronic pain and other topics. We hope you'll join us again soon for another episode of ACT, Taking Hurt to Hope.